This is the Wealth Ability for CPAs show. Better clients, better practice, better life. Here's Tom Wheelwright. Welcome to the Wealth Ability Show for CPAs, where we're always discovering how to build better clients, a better practice, and have a better life. Hi, I'm Tom Wheelwright, your host, founder, and CEO of the Wealth Ability Network for CPAs. Today, we are in the weirdest times we've ever been in, in my lifetime. Uh, we had the longest busy season ever. Um, it's still going on uh, effectively. It's not going to be over till October 15th, and then it's going to start again. And we had to do it all trying to judge, do we do this remotely? How do we handle clients? Do they come in? When they come in, what do they do? So today, what we're going to do is we're going to explore um, the different ways to handle uh, working during this crisis. You know, we don't know when it's going to be over it, it, or if it's going to be over for that matter. Will we be wearing masks the rest of our lives? We don't know. Um, so, and, and there will always be people fearful and always be people not. And we know that for sure. So one of the questions is how do we, how do we help people not be fearful and how do we take care of our clients and take care of our staff? So, um, you know, we've had to deal with this at my CPA firm and, uh, we have one benefit in that our clients are remote. So our clients don't come in anyway, except in unusual situations when they happen to be in town. Most of our clients don't live in the, in the, um, in the, um, Valley of the Sun, where, where we live. And um, some of our clients, they're as far away as, um, you know, different continents. So we're not, we don't have to worry so much about the clients. Uh, my wife, now she has a CPA firm and uh, she's very vulnerable to this virus. So she's been really, really careful. I mean, we have not traveled anywhere. Um, we took a little, a uh, trip up to Sedona, which is supposedly two hours away. It took us four hours to get there, but it's two hours away. And uh, just rented an Airbnb for a week. Um, so the, the, the question really is, what do we do? Um, and, and I just want to share what we've done and hope that they, that may be helpful and maybe raise some of the issues um, to be thinking about. Uh, my biggest concern is the safety of my staff and the safety of our clients. That is my biggest concern. Okay. It is far bigger concern. Um, I, you know, whether or not you die from this virus is not the question. We know it's a nasty, nasty virus. So we don't want anybody to get it. Okay. At the same time, we have a lot of work to do, you know, for, you know, we took a month or two doing nothing but PPP loans, which added to the complexity of this, uh, longest busy season ever. And on top of that, now we have some staff that they want to come in and some staff that don't. So what do you do? I'll just tell you what we've done. Um, we have made it our policy that staff who want to come in are allowed to come in. Now we want them to wear a mask until they get to their seats and then they're welcome to take out their mask. Um, we want them to be careful right? They don't have to come in. So we've set everybody up so they can uh, work from home. 
Nobody has to come into the office. And I think that's actually a, a very important part of this is that we give people a choice. Uh, you know, my goal always is to give clients a choice. You know, I want to give them the information they need so they make a choice whether to change their behaviors to reduce their taxes or not, change their behaviors to improve their business or not. Um, our job, I think, is to give people a choice. I think that's our fundamental job as CPAs is to give, give them the information, uh, give them the analysis so they can make a choice. So I want to make sure that our, our staff and our clients have a choice. Now, if our cl clients want to come in, that's fine. We have certain rules. They have to wear a mask. Okay. We still socially distance. So we're not going to, it's not a mask or social distance. It's both. And we do that to protect our staff and to protect the clients. Remember, um, one of the big, I think, misunderstandings or misconceptions about masks is that they are to protect yourself. And yes, a really good mask will protect yourself, like a you know N95 mask will protect you. Um, I wear glasses to help protect me. I think face shields probably help protect people, okay? From my standpoint, the wearing of the mask is to protect other people, right? Because we don't know when we have the virus. So we're wearing a mask to protect other people. So I just want to be careful, all right? I am conservative. I'm a CPA. I want to be careful. So uh, when clients come in, we ask them to wear a mask. We wear a mask um, if they come in. We don't encourage them to come in. We don't encourage them to come in anyway. You know, the great thing is, is we have video conferencing like we're on right now. We have video conferencing and there's really no requirement to be in the same space. Yes, it can be easier, but in ways it can be more difficult. Um, I find that it's much more efficient to do work remotely, whether it's on the phone or on a video conference call. Okay, that is a more efficient way to produce work. When we get together, we tend to, you know, BS a lot and, you know, you know, shoot the breeze and all that kind of stuff. And that's great. And it's great for developing relationships. At the same time, it's not very efficient. So we can typically, you know, I find if I have somebody in person, it's a two hour meeting. If I have somebody um, online, it's a one hour meeting. Okay. The same exact information. So um, I, I like the online. I've been doing online. We did phone calls for many, many years, and now we're doing Zoom um, and other video conferencing. Uh, I, I like it. I actually prefer it in a lot of ways. Uh, certain things you do lose. My staff, on the other hand, some of them, they're very cautious. Uh, we have staff that have still not come in the office since March. That's okay with us. We have staff who have been in the office every day since March. That's also okay with us. I want to give them the choice. Okay. Now I realize that the staff come in probably not quite as safe as the staff who stay home. However, I think one of the big challenges that we find in this crisis is the challenge of um, being quarantined and being away from other people. We are social animals. And if you consider that, you know, your staff that are single, especially, um, where's their social, where, where, where are they getting their social outlet? Okay. Typically their social outlet is work. So to prevent them from coming to work entirely, I think personally, this is just my opinion. I think that's a mistake. I, I think it's hard on them. And we found that. So we've got 
Um, right now we have uh, four staff people that go in every day. They like to go in. We allow them to go in. Again, we have rules, right? And you know we have guidelines for when they're in there, but we allow them to go in. We want them to be safe. At the same time, we want them to be productive human beings and we want them to be happy. So uh, we want to give them a choice. One of the most important things we can do, of course, is to make sure we have the right technology. Now, there's lots of cloud technology that makes it easy to work away from home. I've actually found some of that to be a little risky. Um, there's plenty of technology where you can have your own servers and backup servers and another backup server. You can, you, you can put as many backups as you want. Okay. And then you can log in and you can have sophisticated logins. So you can, you, in my opinion, you can actually be more secure on your own network than if you're on somebody else's network. It just costs, takes a little bit more effort. Okay. But having that available, making sure everybody has proper internet at home, uh, high enough internet speeds, making sure that they have um, proper access. We have internet, we have an internet phone system. So we allow our staff to take their phone home with them, unplug it in at home. Okay. So they can plug it into the internet at home. Well, what does that allow? It means that this, their phone number doesn't change. They don't have to give out their cell phone number Instead, what they can do is they can just give out their, their regular phone number. People can call in just like they always have. And that's the great thing about the internet phone systems. I, I think one of the great uh, blessings, frankly, of this virus now is, you know, I compare it to the Spanish flu of the early 1900s. And I think, wow, they didn't, they couldn't work from home. They didn't have the internet. They, they didn't have any of these conveniences and how much easier it is to stay productive and actually be more productive um, working from home. We, one of the things we find is our staff actually puts in more hours um, than they did, than they do when they're at the office. First of all, they don't have a commute. And second of all, um, they'll work odd hours. So they may take a break during the day, but they'll always put in the hours. We have not found the issue that I know some people were very worried about. Well, they're not going to work the hours. We have not found that to be the case. We haven't. We, uh, now we have extraordinary staff. We do. And we have a great team leader. We have great team leaders, um, uh, people who really care about the clients. And I think that makes a big difference. At the same time, um, you know, we make sure that they have the resources that they need. So we make sure they have internet. We make sure that they have masks. Okay. We provided masks for them. Um, we didn't make them rely on their own. Um, you know, we know that some masks don't do a lot like a bandana doesn't do much. A neck gaiter doesn't do, do much. In fact, there's actually some studies show that neck gaiters are worse than not having a mask. So, um, you know, we do have to pay attention to the science as well as paying attention to the social side of things, as well as paying attention to our clients' needs. So one of the best things we can do, I think, is to arrange our technology such so that our clients don't feel like they have to come in. Now, that doesn't mean we say, no, you can't come in. We, we want to give them a choice. It's up to you whether you give them a choice. Um, but we want to make sure they know they don't have to. So we've set up secure, e secure email. We set up secure portal. Okay, this is all available to you. It's all available. And all you, and it's not that expensive. 
right? It really is not that expensive. And, and what I also find is, is that I think you'll make it up in your increased billable hours. I really do. And your, your increased realization. My experience is, is that realization gets better when people are in an environment they're comfortable in. And if that's their home environment, great. Okay, I've been known to do, I mean, I did a webinar last night um, in a t-shirt. I wasn't expecting to be on video, ended up being on video. That's the way it is. You know what? That's actually, people are okay with that right now. People are um, forgiving. You know, you don't have to be in a suit and tie all the time. And I think that's one of the big keys to getting through this pandemic is being adaptable. And it's not easy for us accountants, right? We're not naturally adaptable people. On the other hand, you know, I have a big, I have a lot of faith and a big belief in our profession. I actually believe that our profession is full of very smart people who are underutilized. I truly believe that with all my heart. And I think that forcing us to adapt may be a really good thing. Forcing us to uh, look at doing video conferencing, force, uh, forcing us to be able to allow people to work from home. Okay, think about this. I mean, you may be able to reduce your rent. You may be able to move into a smaller space, right? Because you don't need all that space anymore. We have uh, one of our members of the uh, WealthAbility Network. Um, they're looking at cutting their space by two thirds because they've decided they like working from home. The partners like working from home. So the partners like working from home. Imagine how much the staff likes working from home. Now for me, I will tell you, and my staff will tell you, everybody's better off when I'm working from home. <laughs> Nobody wants me in the office on a regular basis. Now, we do need to maintain the lines of communication. So for example, we still have our staff meetings. In fact, we have them more often now. We have a, a, we have a get together meeting at least once a week. Okay, that um, the team gets together for other things more often than that, right? There are there are chat rooms available, ways ways that you can do chats, ways that you can do um, quick back and forth. Um, you know, just picking up the phone. Um, we make sure that you're available for people. Uh, all of that, you know, you can have an open door policy and not be in the room, right? You can have an open door policy and not be in the room. The challenge with a lot of us as owners of CPA firms is we're disruptors. That's our nature. We tend to disrupt things and we want things a certain way. And so we go around a room and we tend to, you know, manage by being overbearing, right? It's not managed by walking around. It's managed by being overbearing. And, oh, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Guess what? Your staff, our staff, are perfectly capable of doing their job. Will they make mistakes? Absolutely. I make mistakes every single day. So I fully expect my staff to also make mistakes. Will they learn and grow as you give them a, a little longer rope? Yes, they will. Okay. They will step up in ways you never imagined. Um, I've, I've watched the growth of our staff over the last few years, and it is absolutely amazing to me. I, I never worried about them working from home. As soon as, as soon as this pandemic hit, I go, let's get them all, let's get them all working from home. With, within the first week, we were all working from home. Now, again, we need to maintain those lines of communication. 
maintain alliance with communication with the staff, to maintain those relationships with the staff, also maintaining the lines of communication with our clients. Now, some of that is a simple email, blast email to them and letting them know, here's what's going on. Uh, some of it might be uh, doing a webinar once in a while. I do webinar twice a month, okay? Our, our, our clients are all invited to it. Um, we send out a weekly report, uh, WealthAbility does. On top of that, Will Wright Manhan, my CPA firm, we send out a quarterly newsletter with real, I mean, really important updates. Things like if we have new, new regulations, if we have new uh, rulings, if we have, you know, new laws, things like that, that are critical to our clients, that um, an email blast makes more sense than talking to them one-on-one. -on -one. We've, during this time, we've expanded our services. So we've hired, uh, we didn't used to hand, um, have bookkeeping services. Now we have bookkeeping services. We didn't used to have paralegal services. Now we have paralegal services. Why do we do that? Because what we found was is that um, our clients need more. And they'd like to have a one-stop shop for a lot of the same things. So when it comes to tracking and recording and, keep, and, and keeping things moving, we actually find that when we do the bookkeeping, I know a lot of you have been saying, we've known this for years, Tom. When we do the bookkeeping, um, we have more accurate books, right? So we know that when the tax return comes along, the tax return is gonna be a breeze. So we're actually encouraging all of our clients that don't have in-house controllers or CFOs um, to use our bookkeeping. Okay, we're, we're pricing it accordingly so that it's not expensive because we, f we find that um, we'll be able to do more for our clients if we can take care of those little things for them um, during the year. And this is another thing, you know, um, remember that with remote access, it's much easier for your clients to leave and go somewhere else. I know because we literally handle um, over a hundred calls a week of people asking us if they could be our clients. Over a hundred clients a week calling set, with appointments. Okay, this is why we have a network. So because obviously one firm can't handle you know hundred new clients a week. Um, there's just we would have to be enormous for that. We're not and we're not going to do that. I don't want to be enormous. Um, I don't want to be enormous physically. I don't want to be enormous um, in my firm, right? I like the small firm. I prefer the small firm. I think there's a lot of agility that you get with the small firm. And I actually think there's a lot of profitability you get with the small firm. And there's certainly more client service. The client service tends to be better with the small firm. My, my biggest complaint about the big firms is, is that they become very much like a, um, a chain restaurant, right? It's uh, very mediocre. Um, they offer lots of services and, and they do it for a, a reasonable price and nothing is exceptional. Okay. I don't eat at chain restaurants. I eat at small local restaurants. Okay. The food's better. The service is the better, is better. I'm okay paying a little higher price to get the better quality. That's the kind of CPA firm I want. So as, as you're thinking about growing your CPA firm, think about who do you want to serve and how do you want to serve them? Think about how do you want your staff to behave? What, what kind of staff do you want? 
Okay, do you want Stafford just, you know, doing the same old thing, grinding out tax returns and grinding out uh, financial statements? Or do you want staff who actually are growing and learning and becoming better so that maybe someday they might leave you? Okay, that's a radical idea. We build our staff so that they're comfortable going out on their own. Now, we actually provide a mechanism for them to go out on their own, but we literally, we build the staff, and we've launched well over 100 CPA firms in the last 20 years. Well over 100 CPA firms. Um, why do we do that? Because I'm a big believer in individualism. I'm a big believer in uh, reaching potential. And I don't think that reaching potential is always being a partner in a big firm. In fact, I left a big firm, right? Um, they offered me a partnership track. I had a really good track to partner at uh, Ernst & Young. Um, I'd done all the right things. I would have, you know, I'd, I'd probably be retired now. <laughs> Frankly, my, my buddies, my buddies who stayed on that track are retired now. Okay. That's great. That's not, that's not me. I'm an entrepreneur. I prefer working with entrepreneurs. And I prefer to have staff grow and develop. So I'm going to work with them to do that. So that's one of the reasons we created the network is because we want, we want to have people to go to. You know, I go to my network members all the time for questions. Okay, how do, you know, what do you suggest here? What do you suggest here? They're emailing me constantly about, well, did you hear about this? Do you know about this? They're, you know, they're in different states. They're all over the country. And uh, eventually they'll be all over the world. And to me, that kind of a resource is indispensable. It's, it's indispensable, irreplaceable. It is the best thing, frankly, I've ever done in my entire life, is to start building this network. Now we're still small, okay? Um, I do want the network to be big because I think we can do more. And part of doing more is learning to adapt and as we look at what's going on in society and we look at what's going on in technology, remember tax returns, you know, we have sure prep and we have some of these other technologies that already can do a lot of the tax return. How long is it going to be before it does before that can do the technology can do all of the tax return and all of the financial statements and, and pull the information right off your bank records and do the bookkeeping. How long is that going to be? So what I would suggest is, what, I, what we're doing is, let me not even suggest it. Let me just tell you what we're doing. We're building really a family office so that we can serve those clients that we serve really, really well. So that we can give them advice and, and help them with their business, help them with their investing, help them with their, their uh, taxes, help them with every aspect of their financial life. I mean, we're financial people. I think most CPAs don't realize how much they know. How many clients have you handled over your lifetime? How many different business situations have you seen? So you have all of this inherent knowledge from all of your experience. My question is, are we sharing that? Well, now as we adapt to this crisis, let's be adapting to the next generation of technology and CPA. Okay, let's look at where, look at our, our younger CPAs. Where are they? They're, they're all about technology. 
Okay. We old folks like me, you know, with the, the hair going uh, white really fast, um, we're dinosaurs. So let's pass on what we've learned to that next generation and let them take it the next step. Let's not have them doing the same thing we did. What a waste. Let's have them doing more. So let's take this opportunity to adapt. Let's take this opportunity to give people choices, whether it's coming into work, staying at home, whether it's video, phone, whether it's in person, let's give people choice. Okay, that is the message of this podcast. As CPAs, our job is to analyze information to give people better choices. So let's give them the choice. Because when we give people the choice and we stay in constant, really constant, really constant communication with them, when we do that, we're always going to have better clients, a better practice, and better life. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the WealthAbility for CPA show. Better clients, better practice, better life. To learn more, go to WealthAbility.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.